What's up? Season 2, Episode 6, Justin Struble. Don't forget, at the end of the episode, there will be a preview of next week's episode featuring Phil Koff. Hope you all enjoy it. You are now listening to Earspace, brought to you by Rock 10 Productions. just jump into it then um what's your name and uh how old are you uh my name's justin struble i'm 24 low word word well <laughs> born and bred here never left yeah never never seen the west coast you never been have you been out of state i've been to every state on the east coast yeah yeah and as far as ohio Damn. Just the Ohio line, just to buy fireworks. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking of which, not to date too much, but uh, 4th of July is right around the corner, and I heard that, you know, like the big fireworks, motors and whatnot, are legal now. Oh, yeah. I bought them, like, three months ago. The only thing that sucks is they got, like, an extra tax on top of all that. So you spend your 6% sales tax plus an 18% PA fireworks tax. No shit. But I will say this, all them little fucking stands that sit along the side of the road, they yeah. all have the big shit. No way. Yeah. You can buy whatever, anything. Oh, uh, dude, that's that's dope. And now that we're allowed to buy them here, we're allowed to set them off wherever right. we want, whenever we want. Right. You can't get in trouble for them. Right. I set one off in the middle of 23 at 1230 last night. <laughs> like, stop traffic, set one off, no. took it back inside, and went to bed. There's no way that's... Oh, no, but you live off that. I live yeah, right yeah, on yeah, 23, no, I, I so it's not like I just, like... driving. Yeah, stop, hop out of the car, yeah. everybody, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, that Not like we haven't cool. done that before. Yeah, right. Um, where do you find your, your joy on a day to day basis? Like what makes you happy? Hmm. I would have to say being able to see the progress of the day. I work outside. I'm a landscaper. So throughout the day, the only true joy I get when you're in the blazing sun is being able to look at something and it being accomplished or moved forward. Yeah. Yeah. And same with day to day. I like to know that I got a little bit ahead today more than I was yesterday, but right. it's Sunday. I've already been to the bar. Yeah. Today's not one of them days that I look ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably the initial progress of the day is what makes my day go better and what gives me the the happiness of it. Also... I mean, even though we're on a podcast for a music producer, I mean, yeah, music always makes me feel great, especially when I like get thrown on Bow Crew. I know I'm going to be sitting with headphones in for yeah. ten hours that day that I get to listen to anything and everything. Who are you listening to like right now? 
I honestly listen to hop on the SoundCloud and just listen to mixes of guys that throw like two, three hour long mixes of just like trap step, yeah. hardcore EDM, yeah, like drum step, drum step. Oh yeah, just like, like drum and bass stuff. Like drum and bass, like like figure just started releasing a lot of like hardcore drum step, and oh, I started okay. listening to that. It keeps the the day moving. Yeah. I mean, but I'll switch in the middle of the day straight from hardcore EDM to yeah. chilled out, listen to dirty heads like for the rest yeah. of the day yeah, or yeah. I'll hop on like comedy central's um, Pandora account yeah. and just listen to random stand up. You yeah. can't, I can't, I mean, I love music and everything, but you can only listen to so much music right. in a day before you're like, I need a little bit of a break from the bass thumping in my ears. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You ever listen to any podcasts? I listen to a couple podcasts. I've listened to the Howard Stern podcast. Howard. I've definitely listened to one of your first podcasts with Eric. There's definitely uh, like a way, way long ago. Oh, uh, like from season one? I'm pretty sure that it was like something that I could have was downloaded. Eric and a couple other people? Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, probably season one, episode 10. It was like Eric, uh, Brian Murray, and uh, Cody Smith. Yes, one, I remember the Brian Murray. That one was... That one was rough. I thought about not, about yeah, not th- releasing it. Th- there's been a couple of times that I just like <laughs> been listening to it and had to pause it and go to something else. And like, this is pretty overwhelming. Yeah, it was a lot. There's a lot of different. That that's one. like four different viewpoints of the world from like yeah. totally opposite ends of the world. Yeah, like trying to morph together to try to explain something to someone. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's a fucking. It's an issue and a half. I'm just making sure that we don't get the the ghost interception like we did the one time. That did you ever tell you about that? In Lindsay's episode, we had one of these stupid fucking cables. I think it was that one. Not a hundred percent. It was like wrapped around too much in the wrong way. It was coiled really wrong, and it's already kind of like a shitty cable. Um, we're not really a shitty cable, but it's old and it's been through a lot. We started picking up uh, uh, radio broadcasts from us like a it sounded like it was like a two-way radio with like these spanish dudes talking to each other but we we ate like a an edible before we started we thought we were talking to ghosts <laughs> yeah you're just talking to the spanish trap lords down the street nah, just nah, like it was like uh, we had somebody um translate part of it and like i think it was like a road like a, a road Crew or oh, shit. like they kept talking about bunch m- of Fagger Force guys out there trying to get ahead. Yeah, and there was literally fucking roadwork shit happening right outside the building, and they kept on talking about moving the truck and like all this other shit. Move the truck. So I don't know. But anyways, um, <laughs> only select few Spanish words in Struble's vocabulary. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't speak Spanish. And it was the worst because the the voice, like I think it was actually picking up multiple different signals. There's also an English like a uh, English voice that occasionally popped on. So we thought the dude was like fucking with us and was like, "Yo, you can hear us, right?" And then it would s- say something back in Spanish and then like be like, "Ha ha ha," like something something in English. And uh, dude, it was a trip. It was a trip. And these are just guys at work like trying to mess with each other on the radio and yeah, they're like, just doing some shit. Up in this room like, listening to them. <laughs> we, we thought fucking the CIA was listening to us or something. No, don't even lie. You thought it was ghosts in the walls. Yeah. No, and Lindsay, <laughs> yeah. Lindsay's like come out of the wall, just come towards the light, come speak to us. Yeah, dude, we got real trippy into it for sure. 
For sure. Um, I'm going to switch it up here a little bit. What's the most beautiful thing that you've ever seen before? Hmm. Self-defined beautiful thing. It doesn't have to be, you know, like an object or a, Honestly, or whatever. the most beautiful thing I've seen is actually recently, which would be Jake and Paige's wedding. Yeah. I've never seen two friends get married and watch them, like, grow in a relationship. When I met Paige, yeah. it was at, Jake, at Alex and Ashley's Halloween party, and Jake was dressed as Jesus. Yeah. Like, had long hair, dressed as Jesus, and Paige was, like, a nun. Yeah. And I remember looking at her and him being like, yeah, this is my girlfriend, Paige, and just being like, excuse me? Yeah. Like, this is your girlfriend? Like, Paige, do you know who this guy is? Yeah. But it's, like, crazy to be able to watch them. And, like, you truly know that there's always someone out there for someone because I've been friends with Jake for a while. And... It takes a lot to live with Jake. I lived with Jake. Yeah. It's a lot for someone to love Jake, too. <laughs> and it's also a lot for Jake to love someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't love food as much as he does. Yeah. So that was probably the most beautiful thing. I mean, I was hype with the Yamakas. Like, hype with the Yamakas. That was yeah. definitely done for us. Yeah, no, I, uh, I still I felt bad because I didn't know if I was supposed to wear it or not. But then part of me was like, I shouldn't wear the yarmulke because I'm not Jewish and I don't want to be disrespectful. But also, I don't know if I'm supposed to wear it. And by not wearing it, I'm being disrespectful. So I just like awkwardly held it during the when whole Dakota ceremony. had that thing placed on top of his dreads, and yeah. we know Dakota's not Jewish. I was yeah. like, I think we're supposed to wear them. Yeah, yeah. Jay Hutch put his on and shit, and then I had yeah, my Jay Hutch led the crew. Like, my bun was like prop- improperly placed. I tried to put it on, but it wouldn't like stay. And then Lindsay got all upset that they didn't have, or no, it wasn't Lindsay yet. Excuse me. I think it was somebody else. It doesn't matter. I'm going to get too meta and do a wedding <laughs> that nobody knows about. But <laughs> no, I, uh. Everybody, it was a Jewish wedding yeah. at a very high-end country club that we all should never have ever stepped foot in. Yeah, it, we definitely, uh, uh, tore the place up, so to speak. Um. I took a nap on the golf course <laughs> and then left. The the one thing that was a, a trip to me about it though too is is same like kind of thing that you're saying like I've never I've been to a, a bunch of weddings I've been to weddings of younger people, um, family members or like mutual friends that I've I've been invited to I've been to like way too many weddings you know what I'm saying, but I've never been to a wedding until that one that was like my homies yeah and it was like you know and it wasn't just like homies it was like the yeah homie. yeah like, like really good friends and shit and and like, like this isn't the f- first or second time you're meeting Paige. Like, right. you've seen Paige a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, uh, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know if, shit, I'll ever get married. Who knows? But for the time being, it's not that I'm, like, so, like, I just, you know, I'm not really into that. And I could talk for days about how I think, like, the idea of it is, like, oh, fucked up and, like, whatever, you know? But um, it was just really beautiful. Yeah, but weddings like, are beautiful, everybody. Yeah, weddings yeah. are beautiful, but don't ever get married. It was it was a trip, man. Like, it really took like, I don't know, it like sparked stuff inside my head. It was like, oh shit, like we're adults and this. Is oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I was sitting there, especially when you have like, I mean, we're all friends with him and stuff. But yeah. Matt Filer, Matt Filer's a pro football player, like plays for yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers, and yeah. like. Homie sitting behind us, like, tearing up. And yeah. I'm like, 
Oh my god, like we are adults. Like this is a real <laughs> wedding. This isn't like fake. Yeah, right. This isn't like you look at it and you're betting money like how soon they're gonna get divorced. Yeah, like, right. No, not at all. And you look at it as you're like Paige is with Jake for Jake. And yeah. Jake's with Paige because it's Paige. Yeah, like it, it's it's uh it's a beautiful thing to see p- to people that, that love each other enough to commit to getting the law involved. But anyways, to um, get the law involved, but dude, that law no, was totally beyond what we were comprehending. That huge yeah. Jewish piece of paper. Yeah, I forget what it was called, but um, I don't know. I kept his little thing that said what the steps of their thing was. And uh, I had to put it away because I had too many things in my pockets. I left it on a table. <laughs> I felt kind of bad about. I, it. Think I wanted I, to take it. I saw so many left on tables and I, stuff. I brought the yarmulke with me. Oh, I definitely brought the yeah. yarmulke. I th- actually took the yarmulke stuff. right out to my car because yeah. I was like, I'm not losing this. Yeah. Says Jake and Paige's it's wedding. Dope. It's dope. That's how I knew that we were supposed to wear them. Yeah. Well, I fucked that up. Next Jewish wedding that I go to, I'll uh, I'll wear the yarmulke. I just I didn't want to be disrespectful, but now I don't think it was that big of a deal. Though. Oh, not at all. Not at all. There's a lot of guys there that I knew were Jewish, too, that weren't wearing them. Oh, yeah. Like uh, some of the older fellas. Oh yeah, the, old, the older guys were cool. The man. old Jews. Yeah, yeah. They were like, "Oh man, forgot mine at home." Yeah, there's some nice people there, man. It was a good time. Oh yeah. Um, what are you afraid of? Hmm. Probably not being anything. A lot of people are afraid of dying. A lot of people are. Afraid of failing. I'm not really afraid to fail. I'm more of afraid to not have an impact on anything that. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't plan on dying anytime soon, but yeah. you 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 tend to think of it. You want your funeral to kind of be packed out. You want to have an impact on people's lives that you don't want to sit there hovering over your body, watching your funeral as you die, and like two people are there. Yeah. Like I I'm afraid that I won't have a positive impact on life. Yeah. Just because it's it's hard to have a positive impact on things. That's probably my biggest fear is just like being forgotten. Yeah. Not having not have made big enough of an impact to to matter to people. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hits I me in the feels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. used to be so afraid of dying and stuff. Right. And then you're afraid of losing legacy. Yeah, I'm afraid of losing legacy more than dying because, I don't know, as you get older, like, we live in the age of technology. Like, you almost can't believe everything you were taught as a child about death and stuff. Right, right. Who fucking knows what happened? Yeah, who fucking knows? Like, everyone wants to go, oh, you just go with the religion thing. And then you're like, well, you got these scientists over here that say you only access 10% of your brain for a reason. The other 90% is used for when you die. Yeah. And it's just like. There's a lot of different. Oh yeah, ideas. that used to scare me, and then it just got to the point where well, we all die. Yeah, it's it's about the legacy you leave behind. That's yeah the biggest impact. Like I lost my grandfather this year, yeah. and you looked at that funeral, and it was packed with a line the whole way out the door. Yeah, just because of the impact he made on people, not because he lo- he was loved and liked. Yeah. it was the impact he had on people's lives for people to respectfully go say goodbye and stuff like that. Right, I right. just. I don't want to be forgotten. Right. I feel that, man. I feel that. It's, it's, uh, you know, death is, 
Everyone's got to do it. Yeah, everyone's got to do it. Some people got to do it now. Some people got to do it later. Definitely. I mean, I don't want to live till I'm 100 years old. Right. You talk to people that live to 100 years old, and they're like, I'm done. Yeah, I watched some I drink five Dr. Peppers like, a day. Like, that's what keeps me alive. <laughs> yeah. I saw this heartbreaking video of this guy that was like 102 or 107 or something like that. And he was like, dude, I, I just like want to die. Because everyone else is dead. Yeah, like... It's a long time to be alive, man. Yeah, that's. To think, if you were to be a hundred now, like think about all the crazy shit that you would have seen. Dude, come. you've gone also, through like, like life-changing shit. Like, so we got to think. A hundred years ago was, was nineteen twenty. Fuck, dude. So that's like Great Depression. Yeah. Before civil rights movement. Yeah. Before, before desegregation. World War II. Yeah, before World War II, before Vietnam, before the, the Korean War, before all the struggles. Oh, the struggle bus! Like that's when that the struggle bus was getting through. loaded up and taken off. Like, yeah. and then to live now and see how, like, I mean, obviously it's not that it's everything's so fucking easy, but in comparison, it's there's no comparison, you know? Like, no, there's no it's comparison. It's way easier than it was. Oh, it's hundred it's, years ago. It's way easier to you do know? things. It's a lot harder to survive. Yeah. Because, like, that's got to be crazy being 100 years old and seeing the value of a dollar go from a dollar to right. a penny. Yeah. Same bill, same reference, same emotional attachment to that bill yeah. that buys you things and the value of it going down. That's yeah. got to be probably the most nerve-wracking thing for someone who's old to see stuff that, hey, I bought a house and a car and right. made a family on $25,000 a year. Yeah. You you can't do that now. You no. make $25,000 a year, you're a high school student. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking uh I'm not I'm not versed enough in in you know, inflation and more deflation and like economic stuff to really super comment on it, but and a little bit that I know. Even oh yeah, from the, you from the that, from like, the old people's wisdom and yeah. things they share with us is Yeah. The dollar doesn't go as far as it used to. Yeah. Like, talk about, like, nickel candy and shit. Oh, my God. Penny candy. Penny candy. I think I saw that one time. Yeah. And then I think I've seen, like, a cigarette machine twice. Yeah. I remember seeing cigarette machines when I was younger. And like I'm talking, when, like, uh, actual cigarette machines with the pull tabs, not, like, what we saw in Atlantic City. No, no, $15 no. $15 for a pack of... Marble Reds in an actual vending machine. No, I'm talking about, like, uh, I remember there was one. Well, maybe it was, you know, maybe it was, like, a, more of a vending machine thing. I'm thinking of the one it was, like, machines a when I was younger. wooden cabinet, and it has a pool thing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's not that. I remember, you know, it's crazy, just in our lifetimes, is, like, smoking cigarettes. Obviously, Dude, I remember. it was bad, but, like, I remember you'd, be, you'd smoke anywhere. Do you bad. remember when your parents had to pick between the smoking and non-smoking section and yeah, your seat? Like wherever you wanted to go. Yeah, anywhere. wherever you wanted to go. Like, you yeah, had to worry about that. Yeah. I remember my last like, memory of it is, like, we went to uh, uh, Friendly's for some, like, celebrate some fucking school thing or some shit. I don't know. And uh, I remember being so young, but also being like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, there's the no smoking section. Here's the smoking section. There's a fan, like, in the middle. The whole place smells like cigarettes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <coughs> but, yeah, it was such a trip, dude. I will say you definitely got seated faster if you wanted in the smoking section. Yeah. Yeah. 
but even now, like the bars and stuff we go into, like yeah. now that we're of age to actually go into them, right. everyone wants to complain. Is like, oh, back in the day, this was a smoking bar. Yeah. Like they closed the Swan. The Swan was like one of the only bars that I'd ever been in Around that was smoking. Here. Yeah. Hmm. Brandy's, you can smoke there. In the city. Yeah. It's right down the street. They have good chicken wings. I'm all about the chicken wings. I had some. Went there recently. I had some uh, chicken fingers and French fries for breakfast with a Captain and Coke at the (laughs) Bruderville. Hey man, somebody's got to do it, right? Shout out to Jenna for hooking me up. (laughs) Word. Seamless transition back in the studio. It is a hot one out there today. Let me tell you. Holy shit. Oh hell yeah. Holy shit. Fire and burnt the bottom of his feet. I took my shoes off because I was like, hey man. It's hot out, and these shoes are really hot. Uh, not a good idea. Don't do that. It's not okay. <laughs> not at all. The ground is so unforgiving. Without a doubt. Um, so, yeah, we only got a couple more questions here. Uh, really grooving through this. Um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where do you think you would be? Now, I know you, you said that you've been all over the East Coast. Um, um, I would definitely want to not live in our country. Yeah. Have I you mean, been, have you ever been out of the country before? No, I've never left the country. I kind of lived through my sister. My sister's like seen 15 countries in the last six months. Oh shit. So like my sister tells me all the time, she's like, you don't belong here. My sister went to Denmark and Amsterdam and stuff. And she's like, Justin, literally everybody just talks the way you do Yeah. with a thicker accent. And yeah. I'm just like, I know I shouldn't be here. Yeah. I mean, August 8th, I leave. I'm going to Colorado. Oh, where do I? I bought my plane tickets. I'm going to see Yanni. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Red Rocks. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Doing two nights at Pretty Lights. Oh, that'll be a trip. Oh, yeah. 10-year anniversary. Never seen Red Rocks. Never seen Pretty Lights at Red Rocks. You're going to have a blast. Oh, when John told me, he's like, I was like, dude, I want to come out this summer. He's like, come out this date till this date. And we'll go see pretty. And I'm like, okay, I'm down. And then like yeah. bought my tickets. Like, it's like it ended up being happening. like super cheap. Yeah. And now it's like a month away. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm actually going to leave. Yeah. First time I've flown, always told myself if I'm going to fly. You've never flown before. Never flown before. But I always told myself if I'm going to fly, pot's going to be on the other end. Yeah. Plain and simple. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yo, one, one thing that I definitely definitely recommend do you like roller coasters oh yeah i love roller coasters uh, okay well then you'll be fine i hate roller coasters and like just recently on the last trip that i went on like I, I haven't flown like a bajillion times or anything but it's definitely been a couple times you know and the last time i realized like when you're ascending or when you're descending if you take a deep breath it just like depressurizes like whatever like weird feeling that Oh, yeah. I hate the feeling of dropping or like going up really fast. I, I don't like it. You know, it makes me. What do your ears pop? You know, my my ears pop as well, but it's like the drop or the lift in your stomach. You know that feeling of. Like, oh, I love that! When like when like, you Whoa! hit that when you hit that bump too hard. Yeah, fuck that, dude! I hate it. So it's like that the whole way, all the way up and all the way down. Kind of. I mean, like once you get up, I'm gonna like nut my pants the whole way up and the whole way down. I mean, when you go up, it's like. You know, you're shooting up into the sky, and then once you hit like cruising altitude, your the plane like kind of evens out, and then you're just kind of like sitting there. Oh yeah, it's whatever. And then when you go down again, it's you know, yeah. So like the whole way up, it's like, uh, and then you go down, it's like, uh, <laughs> I I just I fucking I don't like that. <laughs> 
I'm like more my jam. Everyone's like, oh, I want to join the Mile High Club, like the banging yeah. shit. I'm like, I want to take a shit ten thousand feet in the air. <laughs> like that's Dude, all I nah, want to do. Bro, you don't want the bathroom. I mean, depending on, not even really depending on who you're flying with. Like bathrooms on airplanes, like not that they're like disgusting or whatever, but like it's not like, it's not the best. I would try to avoid it. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I've shit at least once everywhere I go. Yeah, so. I mean, do it, do it. I've farted on top of a bunch of national monuments. Like, I've, I've farted on top of uh, the Washington Monument. I've farted uh, on top of the Empire State Building. I've farted on top of the Eiffel Tower. Really? Yeah. That's that's an accomplishment. Um, I know. <laughs> I you should have wrote something on the Eiffel Tower like Byron was here and farted. Yeah, that was a trip. That was a trip. I'd definitely go back to Paris if I had that. My parents went this year. My mom got to finally see it for the first time. My mom's yeah. like, It's so cool. I'm like, I bet. Like, yeah. I mean shit around here's weak. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really nice town, though. The food's, like, fucking good, too, dude. Oh, oh my God, hell yeah. Here. I'd be more about that. I'd, like... Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I want to go see shit. I'm like, I want to go eat yeah. shit. Dude, like, there's, like, some really good shit out there. Not even, like, talking, like... Like, I, I don't super remember. It was, like... I wasn't, like, really, really young, but it was just a while ago. Um, And, like, you know, not even talking, like, crazy expensive shit. Just, like, you know, fucking, like, street vendor, like, whatever the fuck, couple bucks. Like, oh so good oh yeah <laughs> you know what I mean it's like they have like so much better like not to say that we don't have like good ingredients here but they have so many more regulations on oh like, uh, yeah the quality of their food and stuff yeah like it's real good dude yeah, I, like I fucks with the street vendors when we're in New York City and stuff I went yeah. over the winter and there's some uh, suspect ones in New York there's some suspect ones but if they got a badge I usually <laughs> yeah, fucks with yeah, them yeah 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 and everyone kind of looks at me they're like you're gonna get sick and I'm like yeah no I'm not yeah Appointments later, got Did you ever sick. Fuck with the ones in Philly, though. Oh, the ones in Philly. The only thing I eat from Philly is fucking hot dogs and and uh, pretzels. Pretzels. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, old white people scare the shit out of me, though. Oh, they're the worst, but some of them are the best. Like the ones yeah. that are outside in public, they're not cool. Ones sitting at the bar. Yeah. They're the cool ones. <laughs> true. True. Yo, uh, I want you to tell me a secret. Nobody knows about you. Jesus. Or that at least I don't know. Hmm. You can take your time on this one. Yeah, because Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Coming out of left field. Yeah. Huh. I'm a pretty honest person. I'm almost too honest. Yeah, that's kind of what I struggle with. But then again, there's always something. I forget exactly what it was, but I I told a secret on one of the other ones, and it was like real dumb. Hmm. Probably biggest secret is uh, my obsession with things. Yeah. Like, low-key will obsess over shit. Like, girls. Yeah. Like, I'll obsess over girls. Really? Oh, yeah. A lot of people look at me, like, I get a lot of things said about me. Is like, oh, he's emotionless, yeah. and he doesn't care about you. But if I, Are like... you actually, like, hyper-care? Oh, hyper-care. And then do you feel like you, like make it so it seems like you don't care because you're trying to overcompensate for caring oh definitely to the point where like people are just like bounce like girls will just bounce and be like yeah like you don't give a fuck about me and it's like i thought about you all day yeah like all day every day i'm like low-key obsessed with you i get there it is that's my one lie i'm obsessive your secret you mean my my secret i'm obsessive i'm 
what they call glutton. I have no self-control. Zero self-control. You just eat, like, uh, poutine all day? If I could eat poutine all day and not get anything, I would. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a hard world out there. You can't just go around eating snatch no more. No, I meant like you said you're a glutton. Oh yeah, yeah. Poutine, I mean like you know French fries with like gravy on them. Oh, shit. you're you talking, about talking about that about, like, poutine, puss. not poutine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because you said you're a glutton, and I just thought of. Food. Oh yeah, definitely. I that's what I meant. Uh, I'm just like obsessive with stuff. Like yeah, gotcha, gotcha. If I like it, yeah, game over. That's yeah. why I had such a problem with drugs for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. It was so hard because it'd be like, wow, like this, like, is, this is great. great. I could yeah. do this seven days a week, 365, yeah. and then like. Life catches up with you pretty quick. Oh, yeah. You're, you're like, shit. wow, I can't do that every day. I can't be nah. like totally zonked out of my mind. Nah. Yeah, I, I uh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the most physical pain that you've ever endured? Oh, I got this one nailed to a T. When I was 13, I skateboarded a lot. It was the first time I racked myself on a handrail. Yeah. Like, credit card. Oh, shit. The handrail, like, board slid out. Both legs went either way, and the pole went up between my legs. Dick. That was probably the most excruciating pain. Oof. That's rough. Ever in my entire life. I mean, I've been, besides that, I was in a in a low-key car accident. We were doing donuts in a field and hit a tree like 60 mile an hour. And oh, shit. the seat was stuck all the way forward that my feet, like yeah. my knees were against the dash. Oh, and, and the airbag yeah. went off when we hit the tree. And like oh, I saw shit. it coming. That was like the bend second. Your fucking oh, dude, bend back. everything. I had to like like pull myself out of the car because the front of the car was so smashed those are probably the two most excruciating pains ever in my life racking myself in car accident fuck dude what about emotionally emotionally yeah if we want to low-key get into this low-key most emotional thing was being hit by a woman and not hitting her back low-key that'll destroy anybody because like your natural human instinct is like to once you get hit is to hit back but to have like the morals of not hitting women that's probably like the most emotional thing i've ever struggled with is being beat by a woman yeah the worst is when i went to go get a restraining order and like was looking into it and it was all women's rights activist websites every single thing was on a woman's website about if your man's beating you if this is if he does this and it's like where is if she does this there's nothing out there yeah it was almost like you get laughed upon like oh you're a little bitch then getting hit yeah and then you talk to some guys it's like wow you're more of a man than i would i would have clocked her and shit it's like but they don't understand is girls that hit guys yeah don't want to get hit oh without a doubt so if they get hit i'd be still sitting in fucking jail yeah yeah, it's uh it's a slippery fucking slope, man. Um What's like your fondest memory? Um fondest memory? Yeah. Probably this past birthday. Um went to New York City with my grandfather Word. who passed away in January. Right. That'd probably be my top two fondest things that's ever Happened to me. Word. Getting to spend the day with him. That sounds nice. And chill with him. That and probably 
I don't even know. Probably the day I graduated. Yeah. That and the day I graduated. I wasn't supposed to graduate. Oh, yeah. At all. Yeah. I didn't know until five hours before we walked for the ceremony that no I was shit. actually going to graduate and walk. Damn. Oh, yeah. Not the from, like, academic shit or from, oh, like, yeah. fucking... Oh, from everything. Fucking off or whatever. Oh, fucking off everything. Yeah. How many days I was out of school. Yeah, 92 yeah. days of missed school my Damn. senior year. Yeah. I mean, I was emancipated at 17, so... Yeah, right, right, I was right. able to do whatever the fuck I wanted legally. Yeah. yeah. But graduating and spending my birthday with my grandfather probably two top memories fuck emotionally yeah. for me in my fuck entire yeah. life. That's dope, dude. That's dope. Uh, let's see. Try to find somewhere on an ending note here. We're already at another 22. Oh, my gosh. Um, Here, we'll do a, a, a throwback to the uh, – actually, yeah. He's we'll right. do a, a, a couple – on this season, we're going to do a couple throwbacks uh, to the classic question of the season one, but – I want you to uh, tell me a story. It could be true, false, long, short, made up, whatever you want. Tell me a story. So this one time at band camp. Yeah. Like one of those stories. Nah, like whatever, That's like man. a trumpet up my ass backwards. <laughs> um, nah, just whatevs, man. I got a story. I work with a guy named Stan. Yeah. He's like 56, has no teeth. Ex-Amish, removed the, from the community at a young age. He he was removed or he left? Uh, they were, like, removed slash left. Gotcha. Stan has, like, an eighth grade education. He's my man, Stan the man. He actually lives right up the street from here. No shit. Lives on the corner right across from Mangat's. No way. Yeah. And exactly where that is. Yeah, he lives, <laughs> like, on that corner house yeah, with the yeah. red sheet in the window. That's oh, where shit. he lives. Stan the man. Huh. Sits on his front porch all the time. I've well, probably seen him. Stan likes to go to church suppers that the city likes to throw on for the homeless people, even though he's not homeless. He likes to go to these church suppers, and he needs to leave work at a certain time every day to be able to make these church suppers. Well, apparently this one time at church supper, some big, big, big black guy gave him a hard time. Stan's a little white guy. He's scrawny, but Stan's got a mouth on him. Over the years, Stan's mouth has gotten bigger and bigger. And his balls have gotten bigger and bigger. Well, this guy yelled at Stan because Stan gets three plates of food before someone gets there first. Well, Stan had his second plate of food. And he's not homeless. Oh, and he's not homeless at all. That's kind of rude. It's a little rude, but Stan doesn't make the most money. His bitch wife or bitch girlfriend spends all his money. Yeah, man, you got whatever. But this guy came up to him and tried to take his plate. Yeah. And he... Told all of us, I mean, screamed it, that he yelled at this guy yeah. and was just like, you back up, buddy. This is my food. I wait all week for church supper. Yeah. And like, I literally every single day when I go to work, my first question to Stan is, what did you have for dinner last night? Yeah. That man can tell you to all the way to the corn, the peas, yeah. to the dessert, how much he ate of each thing. Yeah. But he can't remember to save his life how to lay the first paver. No shit. And he's been doing it for 10 years. No shit. Oh, yeah. That's my story. Stan the man. All he cares about is food. And that's it. Shout out SI. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for finally having me on this. Thanks for joining Thank you.
next week on Earspace. It's fun, man. I love heights. Some people are terrified of heights. That fucks me up. Well, heights. Yeah. I, 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 sometimes. I don't know why. I, just, I, just, I like to test myself. Like, yeah. if I was at, say I was on just some crazy high barn or something, like, just go to the gable. The gable of a building is, like, what, like, the triangle part, okay. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you, like, you go to the tippy top and you stand on the edge or something, and then you get that that tingling in, like, your thighs or, like, you know, in your calves. 